Ladies and... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode lucky number... 13! 13! Jared and Ryan here with the Expanding Life podcast. What is that? That that 13? I think uh, it no, might that was Expanding Life. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. It, you know what? It also could be 13, depending on what... Yeah. I don't know. Does it reverse... The video and you're, you know, you know how it does on some cameras, you know? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I see what you're saying. Uh, we are excited to jump into some topics today, and that is managing your state in uncertain times. And obviously, there's lots of different forums where you can manage that state, right? Whether in, in business or in personal life or whatever, but... Part of life is we are all dealt with certain challenges and how we approach those is obviously very critical uh, to our outcome. So, Jared, just toss it to you first. What comes to mind for you, my good sir? I feel like we're doing a disservice if we start the podcast and we first don't discuss your hat. Yeah. Um, I'm just realizing now there's a rooster. It's, it is. On your hat. There is. It's amazing. There is. Yeah. So, what it, what brand? Are we sponsored by that brand? I don't, I don't think so. We might be. Waggle? Waggle. Does it say it right here? Brought to you by Waggle. Waggle. You know, I've got another hat. It's actually a golf brand. Not to give them a bunch of pl- a huge plug here, but maybe we should because I'd love their stuff. Um, I've got a hat that's black, mm. and it's got a goat on it, and the goat has tiger stripes. That is amazing. Right? Wow. Because... Tiger Woods, right? Wow. Anyway. Full circle. Full circle. Yeah, maybe I'll wear that one next week. That would be great. Okay. I love the rooster, though. Yep. Tall, anyway, Talk totally. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Just, I, like, had a thought I was going to roll, and then I looked over to you, saw the rooster on the hat. I'm like, I can't ignore that. I have to bring it up. I have to say something Magic Man, it. El Diablo. What does that mean? Oh, some crazy fighting chicken or something. <laughs> a little Talladega Nights. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, it's funny. We uh, conducted a training this morning. We actually talked about how to stay consistent in, uh, in times of uncertainty. Um, I had one of my leaders, one of my mentors in life. Uh, it was, this is forever ago, but uh, one of my ecclesiastical leaders told me, you know, Jared, the only thing consistent in life is change. Uh, and it, that kind of sounds like an oxymoron, right? Yeah. That's essentially saying like the only consistency in life is inconsistency, you know, Yeah. Uh, which is kind of a funny way to put it. And I think as humans, we do a, we do a really good job of being, you know, people call like prisoners of the moment. You know, we feel like, well, it's how life is right now. We get comfortable, right? We get in this state where we feel like it's just always going to be this way. And then all of a sudden something drastically changes overnight. And then we feel like we're just upended. Right. Uh, and, I think humans humans crave that certainty. Humans crave for there to be a normalcy in life. They crave for there to be um, a regular normal pattern. I think it's one of the reasons why in the self development world, uh, having a routine is it's it's what some people crave so much because they feel like maybe in their childhood or how they were how they uh, were brought up, there was so much uh, uncertainty, right? So in having like a daily routine, for instance, just as an example, that helps to like ground yourself and helps to give you some things that you can count on, helps to give you some cons- uh, consistency in life. Uh, and so, uh, you know, applying it to sales, 
you know, there's so many different things that can be thrown at you at a moment's notice. Yeah. Right. Uh, obviously this last week it was, um, everybody heard it on the news, you know, Silicon Valley bank, uh, in addition to that other banks, uh, failing. Yeah. Right? Uh, and I think for a lot of people, it rocks them because they look at some of these institutions and they're like, they're, they're too big to fail for sure. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're huge. Like there's just no, like if you were to ask what's the most solid institution, I'll probably, probably a lot of people would say, Oh, a bank. Right. Um, and sure enough, nothing's too big to fail. Yeah. Know, something like a bank going under. So it causes a lot of uncertainty. And then there's this ripple effect. Uh, and even in the finance world, right now we're starting to see companies, you know, businesses starting to kind of tighten up Yeah, because, um, there is this ripple effect that kind of goes out amongst the masses. And then obviously it trickles, um, all the way over now to infield reps, Yeah, you know? And so obviously because of things that have happened outside of our control mm -hmm. it affects somebody who's doing a day-to-day -day job in somebody's home and trying to set them up for a, a myriad or a bunch of different amount of products right you know to give an example um it was a you know even six months ago right i mean we're we're signing up people for one one four nine point nine nine interest rates right yeah if you if you were to ask a lot of the reps say oh how long do you think you'll have this for a lot of them would probably say oh we'll, we'll probably always have it yeah. You know, um, a lot of people didn't expect that to go away. And sure enough, here we're at 399. Probably can go to 449, 499, maybe even higher. Yeah. Right. And it's just the, the environment. So that's my big message. And one of the things I found in life is that the only thing consistent, <laughs> like only big consistent thing in life is the fact that life will be inconsistent. Yeah. Right. And so you have to be able to ground yourself in something that you know. Um, is not going to change. That's why we always talk about principles, grounding yourself in principles that are unchanging. Because if you ground yourself, let's just say, say, you know what? I'm going to ground myself in a 199 interest product or a 0.99 <laughs> interest product. You know, you would quickly find your world turned upside down. Yeah. Yeah. T Tony Robbins talks about it in, in the term of problems, right? Anytime you have a problem and you go and resolve that problem, you solve it. Yeah. All it does is introduces new problems, problems yeah, right? That's true. And, and uh, you know, he's like, you know, if, if this is the way that life is always going to be, well, then let's call it something different. Let's call it challenges, right? Because not everybody likes problems, but a lot of people are open to taking on a challenge, mm -hmm. right? And uh, and this just happens to be one of those. You know, one of the adages that I have always really enjoyed is there's no problem so big that worrying about it doesn't make it worse, yeah. right? Um, or there's another one where it says, you know, the, the, uh, the, the, the champion, the, uh, or, or what does it say? The coward dies a thousand deaths, but the, you know, courageous man only once, right? Basically what that means is that you just worry about it and you think about it. You mull it over you're like, oh my gosh, the sky is falling. The sky is falling as opposed to, Hey, look, the outcome might be that you still die. But just go through that one time mm -hmm. instead of a thousand times, right? Like just worried about it. So um, I think it's easier said than done. But a lot of what you spoke about, Jared, and the certainty that you get from a daily routine can bring some stability to your life to be able to show up with your best self to approach those challenges, yeah. right? All the things that we've talked about before, the the daily rituals of of fitness, right, and exercise, and meditation, and priming, um, you know, reading good stuff, you know, incantations, 
self-talk, like all those types of things can wire you for battle. And sometimes the battle is is more serious than than other times, right? But I think it allows for us to walk into situations and 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 be able to to take it on the chin, you know. But it, it's one of those things that if we look at who we are as human beings, whether we are sales professionals or sales leaders, or we are you know providers, or we are uh, you know coaches or whatever hat we're wearing at, at a certain time, it, part of the job description is that we can show up into these uncertain situations and give the people that we interact with the best version of ourselves, right? It's a gift not only to ourselves, but to those that count on us. I think it's really important, you know, having some level of stoicism, is that the word? Being stoic, stoicism, having some level of that is really critical, especially if you're planning on, on ever being a leader, you know? And most of the time it's definitely not as bad as we think it is. I mean, the, the human beings will experience something and then they attach meaning to it. But the meaning that they attach to it is 100% controlled by the person who's involved, Mm -hmm. right? So you look at uncertainty in capital markets, right? You look uncertainty with, uh, you know, the SVB failure or whatever it might be. The meaning that you choose to attach to that is, once again, your choice. You're the one that attaches to it. And, the, and they call this the racket. But the problem is, is when an event occurs and, we, and we, we tell ourselves a story, the problem is, is what happens is then we start to look for more examples mm. to confirm the story that we've attached to it. Yeah. And so they call it the racket, but it's almost like becomes this like downward spiral because we keep attaching more meaning and look for more meaning and look for more meaning. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be one of those things that like, you know, Jared, you get, get home late at night. Your wife doesn't know where you're at. And she's like, oh my gosh, he's cheating on me. He's cheating on me. Like, I know it. I know it. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, what's, I haven't seen these clothes before. Or, wow, he's late again. He's late again. Oh, once again, see, he's, that's exactly what's happening, right? Too many and late nights with you. Exactly. No. And little does she know you're cheating on her with me. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, that's how I derailed that. That's okay. Uh, that's, uh, I I love it. I love it. But it's uh, you know it's <laughs> it's just one of those things though that that we will continue to look for examples of that, and all of a sudden the story just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And in this hypothetical scenario, she comes to you and she's like, "I just can't do this anymore. I can't stay in this relationship." Because potentially you can create something so big and so massive, you tell yourself yourself a story enough that you start to believe it, right? And then all of a sudden now you're making decisions off of something that wasn't real from the first place, which all it was is simply you had a late night at work where you're trying to resolve something, you needed a little bit of extra time, and that was it. Yeah. And that was it, right? Now, I'm, I'm bringing up a hypothetical example that probably has never occurred in your life, but just th- these are situations to where, um, you know, if we look at uh, us as human beings, when we don't receive feedback, the natural human tendency is to fill it with negative feedback, right? We haven't heard anything from somebody in a while. Next thing you know, you know, this is an example. I've been in, in, in sales leadership for 
a, a while now. And that's where you might have certain individuals who are on the other side of the country. And if they don't hear from you, that's the natural human tendency is to fall down in a place to where you tell yourself a story that's typically negative. Wow, I haven't heard from Jared in two weeks. Man, he probably doesn't care about me. Probably doesn't think I'm great. You know what? To be honest, maybe he doesn't even have confidence in me mm. in what I'm doing here because I haven't heard from him. He doesn't even want to talk about it. You know, and and for sure he doesn't appreciate me because he's not reaching out to me. And that's where, whereas as leaders, we can one day wake up and we see a, a really strong sales professional leave, right? Or go do something else because they have told themselves a story enough without any other feedback that this is not, uh, this is not a viable option for me any longer, right? So um, those are just, I guess, some things that I have noticed. Yeah, and it's interesting to bring up, like, I've never thought of it that way. Like, we say it's a, you know, it's a racket, right? Yeah. Kind of like that. It's a vicious cycle. It really is. And it's interesting because, you know, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Tony Robbins talks about the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your emotions. Yeah. So it's like, it is a racket. It's kind of spiraled down because the meaning and emotion you attach, for instance, like the SVB thing, it's like, oh, well, now I'd, I'm probably not going to be able to get a job, right? Yep. Or um, now I'm probably not going to be able to sell this product. Yeah. Or I'm not going to get funding for my business. And it's, you are in this perpetual loop where there's no pattern interrupt where you have these thoughts after thought after thought. And soon enough, you find yourself in a really, really low and bad place. Yeah. Right. Don't, even, don't even want to get out of bed. What's the point? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dude, it's honestly one of the things I'm so grateful for we have here at Encore. And it's something that has really taught me the importance of having a strong team around you. And to be honest, like for me, it's one of the things I like, I enjoy the most. And one of the things that I treasure and value the most is having like-minded people around me. Right? Yeah. You know, proximity is power. You've heard that a million times yeah. before. But it really is true. Like... I want to know when there's uncertainty and for instance, when, when stuff happens or something changes, I want to know the people that are closest to me are going to say, Hey Jared, we got this. Yeah. We're going to be totally fine. Totally. We're going to be totally okay. Yeah. Like, and I've had, I've had a lot of leaders in my life once again are around me that do that exact same thing. And I notice it's just kind of this instant pattern interrupt yep. and it's this instant kind of jolt of energy. Yeah. I, I, I hope everyone feels the way that I personally feel around this. Cause I, I mean, exactly what you said, Jared, I, I feel like I have that same gift in my life that the people in my huddle, the people that I work with, you know, the, the, the friends and colleagues that are, you know, even outside the walls of, of this org and even, you know, even family members. Um, I, I hope that everyone has this experience, but the way that I would describe it is I will be the first to admit there are times when I fall into those same traps, Sure, right? The downward spiral, the, uh, you know, laying down in the corner in the fetal position, maybe not that extreme, but I think, I think we I've, all, I've, I've been there for you. You, you, you were definitely there for yeah. me and I appreciate and that. Those times. Right. But, but there are, there's, I, I, I think it's unrealistic for you to be a superhero all the time, mm -hmm. but I feel like as soon as I vocalize it, the other person immediately is like, no, you got this. And here's why. And, and we're going to be totally fine. And this and this and this. And just, you know, gives you that level of confidence again. Okay, yeah, things are going to be all right. And, and what's interesting is we might even be all going through the same challenge, right? But when, if you were to vocalize it, it almost invokes that in me that I need to be 
the strong person. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? That's exactly right. It's like, yeah. okay, cool. Like, you don't got it. It's almost like immediately triggered. I don't care what I'm going through in my mind. I just, it's like a call to action that you just come to and you're like, no, you got it. And here's why we're going to be totally fine. And here's this. I find it even in relationship with, with my spouse. It's almost like I go to her, ah, this is just not working. It's this big challenge and da, da, da. No, she's like, you got it. And then she'll do the same thing. So I'm, I'm hoping that that's a natural human response, but it might not be. And maybe we're just blessed to be surrounded. We've surrounded ourselves with people that that's their natural human response, but it maybe isn't the same, same for everyone. So I guess it's quickly look around and examine Mm -hmm. who's in your huddle. Do you experience something similar to what you and I tend to experience? And if not, that's the shift you got to make. You got to make sure that those people you're surrounding yourself with are giving you that type of experience as we've described. Yeah. hundred percent. Cause like the opposite of that makes life miserable. Yeah. It lowers, it lowers the quality of your emotions. Right. And it doesn't afford any room for there to be any pattern, positive pattern interrupt in your yeah. life. Right. Yeah. I've had that a lot of times when I've, I've been in this place and a lot of people probably don't know that. Right. I'm in this place all of a sudden, even, even if it's a text, I've gotten a text sometimes when it's been like, Hey, I'm so grateful for you. We're going to freaking crush this. And it's li- literally like that little small thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know? Yeah. And it's just, you know, my synapses are firing one way. All of a sudden you get the text and all of a sudden it's like, boom, pattern erupt. Yeah. Now it's firing a different way. Yeah. And it's seriously such a gift, especially when there's uncertain times or when you personally, maybe it's not made, uh, not necessarily uncertain uh, circumstances, but maybe in, in your heart and your mind, you're feeling uncertain. Yeah. Then you can have somebody in your huddle, like somebody in your leadership huddle that is saying, hey, we got this. We're going to do this. That is absolutely so valuable. I remember I was talking with a uh, a new man, one of our new managers last week, um, and you know, young, and uh, you know, so I don't I don't pl- I don't pl- put a lot of like, you know, it's his fault. He had a weak mindset or anything like that. He's young, right? And that's totally totally fine. But you can just tell on the phone, oh, hey Jared, energy's just low, and you can, it's so crazy how you can just feel that, right? You can yeah. feel somebody's energy. You can feel like you can literally. It's, it's almost as though you can feel their thoughts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you can read minds. You can read minds. <laughs> I can read minds, Ryan. Like, <laughs> gosh. I'm a lot. A little Zoolander. Shout yeah. Out. Yeah. We're all we're sponsored by Zoolander, too. Um, but I was talking to him, and, like, I could just feel his thoughts, you know? And he's just so, I uh, uh, can't do this. And uh, 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 right? Tony Robbins talks about this, too. Like when you think of a picture in your, like when you think of something in your mind and it's really positive, the most happiest time, the best time, he's like, is, is it in, uh, is it still frame or is it in like a video? And it was like, oh, it's in a video, right? It's movement. There's energy, mm-hmm. right? There's excitement behind it. He's like, okay, uh, is it in color or is it in black and white? It's like, oh, it's in color, right? And then he says the opposite. Think of a really depressing time, really, you know, what does it look like? Oh, it's a still frame, still image. It's black and white, you know? And I almost imagined when I was talking to this manager, kind of, it was kind of the same thing. And after asking a few questions, once again, my energy is very upbeat. All right, cool. So um, you had an account that canceled. So l- let, me, let me ask you this then. How many days have you guys been at it so far? Well, no, 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 no. Come, come to find out in this new market, they've been at it for four days. Yeah. Four days. Not yeah. four weeks, not four months, not four years. Four days. And to be honest too, it's probably like combined total of like 12 hours, 16 hours, yeah. if we're being realistic of work. Yep. So for me, it was just like, once again, just really shaking them out of it and being like, 
you have been out there for four days, probably not even a, a full working day, maybe two full working days, maybe. Yeah. And you're concerned about having one account cancel. And I just told him, like, listen, if you want to start a new market, I'm telling you right now, you're concerned about one cancel. You got way bigger things ahead of you that you have to be prepared for yep. to be able to welcome and accept if you want to have a successful office. Totally. And so I just told, I was just hitting between the eyes. Like you need to shift your mindset right now because how you are feeling, like you were talking about, this pattern is not serving you and you are not going to produce great results coming from this mindset of like you're in crap. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. You're just not going to be able to it. If you're freaking sitting in crap, it's impossible to smell anything else but crap. Yeah. You got to get yourself out of it, right? Yeah. Get yourself into a more powerful mindset. And so it's just, it's fascinating how, what humans, and, and once again, I don't say this to call this person out and to point the finger at them. We're humans. We all go through this. Yeah. It's just a matter of what are we going to do in response to us feeling that uncertainty and feeling down. We've got to do something that's going to help shift us. And I think like we're talking about, that proximity is power. The people that are around us are, it's so important who we have. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and t- Tony Robbins talks about this too, but he's like, see it as it is not, not worse than it is. Yeah. Right. Totally. Um, and you know, it, it also doesn't mean that we get into a situation, a challenge, if you will, an uncertain time. And we go, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no right. weeds, right? There still can be weeds. We can acknowledge that. Just don't acknowledge it, that it's worse than that, you know? And, and, that's once again why having really strong people like like what a gift that someone like you is in this leader's huddle because you can give perspective you know a lot of times when we're down in the crap so to speak you can't see the full picture and the full view Mm -hmm. right and and you're exactly right like you look at a specific example of being in a, a brand new market it's a little clunky for all of us yeah a lot of times your first dozen accounts cancel at a higher percentage it's just new right there's there's conversations that you didn't know that you should get ahead of before um you're walking into closing situations or you're connecting with with homeowners on their doorstep and you're a little more uncertain than you usually would be Mm -hmm. and so you put you stoke a little bit of uncertainty in those in the people that you're working with but it's all right, yeah. right? Because as long as you continue to move forward, eventually all this stuff will start to normalize, right? Mm-hmm. And and you'll be able to see the types of results that we were all committed to from the very beginning. But, um, you know, I, I guess my advice, my counsel is once again, when we're looking at people in our huddle, um, you know, consistently connect with people that maybe have that 30,000 foot view. They have been through what you've been through before and they've come out on the other end and they've maybe done that multiple times so they can go, look, here is going to be the natural pattern that you will go through. But as long as you stick with it, here's eventually where you will arrive. Like it's, it's important for us to have what we would call those role models in those moments, right? And role modeling um, because it can give us that hope that we sometimes need when we seem to be taking steps in the dark and we don't know if there's going to be a path lit in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, man. I, I love that. And this is the thing. If you don't have that, I always like to think of opposites to help teach or help to illustrate, illustrate a point. If you're going through that difficult and hard time, what is that person that's in your huddle? That's going to, what are they going to do for you? They say, you know what? You're right. You are depressed. Or you know what? You're right. That is a terrible situation. Or you're right. This person did screw you. Like all they're doing 
is they're literally just like piling the crap on you, yeah. making it harder for you to actually shift what you're in. Yeah, and you spiral into victimhood. Yes. Right? There's there's nothing you can do. You were dealt a poor hand. This is just a crappy situation, you know? Yeah. And and we all know that what comes after embracing victimhood is a relinquishing of power. Yep. You're yep. powerless. There's nothing that you can do. Yep. And that man, that is a tough that is a tough place to be in. That's a you know that's, that's, really, that's when you give up. There's yeah. no other there's no other outcome other yep. than you're just downward spiral to death. Yeah. And this is one of the things I learned like in my leadership career. I had to learn kind of the hard way too. It's like I I kind of I think I had the mindset before like years ago to where oh, I'm going to like have them confide in me. I'm going to have them trust me like and I'm going to put my, you know, arm around them, shoulder to cry on. Shoulder to cry on, just comfort them. And like I learned that that, that is not true love. It yeah. wasn't, right? I was doing something that selfishly I wanted that person to like me. Yeah. Right. Instead of respect you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and instead of actually serving them, it was more so serving me. Yeah. Yeah. You I, know? you know, it's interesting. I had a CEO that I worked with years back. This is like circa 08 and it taught me a lot of awesome principles. Ones at, you know, principles at the time that I just didn't value like I should have. But later, man, it, w- it was, it was kind of a paradigm shift for me, but he would talk about, uh, a brother of his, um, who was making a lot of poor life decisions. And finally it kind of reached a pinnacle where he was thrown in prison. And at first he's just like, Oh my gosh, my poor brother. Like, I can't believe this happened to him. I feel so bad for him. Da, 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 da. And then he took a step back and then eventually came to the conclusion. And I love how he described it, that him going to prison was the kindest thing that could have happened to him. Wow. Right, because it finally was enough pain association to choices that he had made that it finally got him to wake up and realize, oh my gosh, I need to make a significant shift. Mm. But uh, yeah, it was the kindest thing. So exactly what you're saying, the shoulder to cry on might not be the kindest thing, but it's to to tell people exactly how it is. In, in in ways that makes them shake up a little bit and come out of mm-hmm. whatever funk that they might be in, right? Whatever uncertainty that has crippled them, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and guys, I, I know we talked a lot about, you know, uncertainty. We hope, too, that we can talk about things like tools to actually give you so that you can you can know how do I actually apply this? Right. Yeah. I think one of those big things we talked about is the people that are around you. Yeah. You know, yeah. It may, maybe it's not even necessarily coworkers. Maybe it's just, you know, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's family members. Yeah. It's your significant, your significant other is a, is yeah. a big one, right? That, that person will make or break you. Yeah. They, they will enhance, you know, for better or worse, whatever they are, they will enhance your career and you know, all the other elements of your life or they will drag you down, yep. you know? And I, I I, can't tell you how many examples I could give where you see that happen. Totally, yep. yeah. Yeah. Do we have any Q&A today? Or? They, they, they came up. All right. All right, so all right, we'll just close and we'll do reactions. Okay. Guys, gals, we hope you've enjoyed episode 13, the Expanding Life podcast. Once again, give us feedback. Anything you guys want to hear, uh, reach out to our main man, Jay Ham. Give us a shout out in the comments. Like, subscribe. What else am I supposed to say? That's right, right? That's all we can do. Much love. We're out.